man, that was that was something else. <laughs> that that was a long and arduous journey to figure it out. It uh, Twitch is showing us kind of lagging a little bit, so hopefully the stream is fairly good. OBS says we're good. Uh, mm -hmm. Everything seems to be working, so screw it. We're just going to hope for the best. Uh, if things are not looking good in the stream, please let us know in the chat. <sighs> Man. <laughs> what a week it's been. <laughs> uh... If you guys did not know, this is episode 14 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. Uh, we're just here to have some fun, hang out, drink, chill, eat snacks, <laughs> talk. Who knows what we'll get into. It's the end of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, it's time to just yes. relax and de-stress. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined uh, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? Hello, Kyle. I'm good. This is really relaxing to have a podcast I have to do no preparation at all for. Yes, it is fantastic. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we we were mm -hmm. also go going to have Eric Mannix uh, on tonight's podcast. Um, why is my microphone still? It's like every episode now it's starting to peak. Um, mm. Who knows why? Anyways, yes, we were supposed to have Eric on tonight. He is not joining us. Uh, last minute, he was like, yeah, so I got some in-laws coming over, and <laughs> they're going to be here for the weekend, so I can't record. Um, so <laughs> thankfully, uh, we had already scheduled you, Melissa, to mm -hmm. stop by and record with us. So I was like, it's A-OK. -okay. Melissa is here. We can carry the show. Uh, things are good mm -hmm. to go. Um, but yeah, we we had some t technical difficulties there. We tried to start the show for like 10 minutes and things uh -huh. were not working. Uh, I, I feel like that's a good summary of how my week has been. <laughs> what else has happened to you? Uh, it's it's kind of one of those weeks that was unexpectedly busy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. It, I think it was like two weeks ago. Maybe I was like, I, it's. It was one of those weeks. I. I just. I didn't know what time it was or what day it was. Right. Yeah. This one, I. I like. I knew what time it was. I knew what day it was. But everything was just unexpectedly busy. Work was kind of oh. busy. Not. Not really. But more than I expected. And then trying mm -hmm. to do stuff for the podcast and. Um, make some new stuff on the website and edit episodes and stuff like that. It was just a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I am here now though. And it's good. <laughs> it's I, good. I, I have. I I, uh, I bought some PBR because I'm super ch ch cheap, and that <laughs> is what I am drinking tonight. So, it's it's gonna be a good time. What did you do this this week though? Oh, I worked a lot. Um, you worked a lot. I watched Coke. I, I, I worked a lot. That's mostly I, it. That is not an understatement. I, I messaged you earlier this week being like, hey, can you be on 
uh, the captain's log this week, and you're like, well, I'm working a 10-hour day today, and I I, th- I think when I was messaging you, it was like 9 o'clock at night, and you were still at the office or, or something. Well, it's not 9 o'clock where I am. It was just like a normal 7 p.m. here. Whatever. It was much lighter than that. And you're like, yeah, I'm still at work. <laughs> and I was like, good God. That is not fun. So you <laughs> you crammed in a lot of work so you could be here a little early today. Yeah, and just catch up on stuff and kind of get ahead on stuff for next week when we have 4th of July off. Because yep. we do a lot of international business, so like everything else is just going to keep chugging along. And it's not like we get a fun day off. It's like, oh, well, you you don't have to come to the office on Wednesday, but you are going to be really, really busy Thursday and Friday. Okay. So let me. How much stuff can I prepare for yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what what exactly do you do, or can you say, are are you comfortable with putting that out on the interwebs? No, no, I have an interesting job. I am a peer review specialist for a series of academic journals. Okay. So when a an academic person has written a paper in whatever their field is, I have a lot of different journals. I've got medical and scientific and sociological and journalism and psychology and media studies and all kinds of things when Mm -hmm. you've written a paper this is the i've got some of the journals you submit it to like hey journal of college health i have written this paper on um underage drinking here you go and i'm not the person that makes any decisions i'm not a real academic they all have actual doctors Hmm. and experts to do that I'm just the person that helps run the systems. I'm just the admin and, like, kind of the support person. Not like I'm IT, but I'm like, okay, I processed your incoming submission. I send it back to you because your references are in the wrong style or your abstract is too long or we need you to. So you're the one that says, hey, your writing sucks. No, I don't do that. (laughs) You call this a paper? It's subjective. (laughs) I just have this, like, objective checklist I have to check everything against. Like, oh, you cited figure four in the text, but you only gave us three figures. Please send us figure four or, you know, remove that mention from the text. (laughs) I just make sure that everything is as clean and neat as possible. And then it gets to the editors and the peer reviewers. And so I just help keep manuscripts flowing and I run the inboxes and things like that. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. My 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 job is interesting because my title sounds a lot like way more important than I actually am. Uh, I'm a web uh-huh. developer at a university, um, <gasps> and it, yeah, so like that sounds like oh, like look at you, money bags. Mm-hmm. Um, which <laughs> it, it, like that is not me at all. I am like bottom of the totem pole. I'm an hourly worker. I'm technically part time. And if you Ugh. are a big podcast fan, you probably know what MailChimp is, or you've at least heard of it. Basically, I work uh-huh. Mail MailChimp for them, sending out mm. uh, like when departments from the school want to send an email out to the alumni asking them for money or inviting them to some like sports event, something. They send me the text and the images and i basically just copy and paste it into mailchimp 
that is that is my job um so it's it's not that difficult and i love it and hate it uh i hate mm-hmm. the actual job because it is oh. busy work like do you guys mm-hmm. really need someone to like sometimes they will ask me to do things like within the email or fix this and i was like you know you could have fixed that on your own in half the time it took you to ask me that like this is ridic- yeah. like this is ridiculous guys like you could save so mm-hmm. much t- time without me but i don't mm-hmm. tell them that because they pay me really really well Ooh. um they, well for 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 p- part time you know mm-hmm. um and when i don't have anything to do which is fairly often i can sit there and do whatever i want so nice. last week I was playing Nintendo Switch at work and I was playing Zelda <laughs> all week. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just sitting there, you know. Um, but yeah, so that, that's it's it's an inter- interesting week there. It's kind of I'm kind of in an awkward position, though, because I want to go full time. I have wanted to go full time for a while. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to kind of involve me in more stuff and treat uh-huh. me like I'm kind of part of the t- team. And I'm not just some kid who works there mm. part time, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm still part time. So it's kind of getting to that point. It's like, so you're going to hire me on full time or not? Because <laughs> like you're inviting me your happy hours and that's technically staff only and faculty and i'm not staff or faculty so (sighs) who knows but uh Mm. weird week weird week um so i i i want to know about you oh that is why you're you're on here tonight because i i we like paul and i got that one chance to talk with you on i think our two-year retrospective episode yeah. of uh what was then called the whatnots what is now the whatnots review show uh mm-hmm. which you are now my lovely co-host on uh, but at the time <laughs> yeah like you just showed up on our live stream and you're like hey i've kind of never really <laughs> said anything to you guys before but i'm here i like i love your yep. show <laughs> we, were, we were like sweet and you hung out with <laughs> us for like I want to say like three or four hours on the, the <laughs> live stream, as as we just like yeah. goofed off and did whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when once Paul stepped down, uh, you you were like, yeah, I'll I'll help out. You e- emailed me, and you're like, this is kind of my podcast casting resume uh i have an english degree (laughs) i have all of this and that and stuff like that but besides like like after you sent me that Mm -hmm. i i messaged you and we got to talk um and yeah like i think besides that one conversation which was kind of more of an interview thing just to to see if like we (laughs) if like you would fit the vibe we were going for and stuff Mm -hmm. like that um you and i really haven't got a chance to actually talk except for when we're talking about a book that we've read or a movie that we've watched yeah Um, yeah so like who are you what are you into (laughs) it's (laughs) it's it's kind of Uh, fun 
to 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 sit down and talk <laughs> with you for the, this this first t- 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 time. Like, I actually don't know who you are. Yes, yes, and like. I'd been listening to you for a while, so there are Kyle facts I am familiar with, and I am aware that there is this power imbalance where you don't know anything about me, and I don't want to be, like, super narcissistic, like, here's all the Melissa facts, Kyle, here's the fact sheet. (laughs) Melissa fact number one. But also give you the vibe, like, (laughs) also give you the vibe, like, no, like, go ahead and ask me stuff, like, this is how we make it happen. Okay. Um, So when when you're not- I am 27 years old. Okay. We can start there. <laughs> so when 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 you're not at your job, when you're not podcasting, because you do this show, you do the the whatnots review review show with me. Um, you do a number mm-hmm. of other like D and D role play RPG tabletop podcasts. Um, like, can I find you like? chilling at the bars beating up like nerdy kids can i like are 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 you like out drag racing on on the streets of i don't even remember exactly where you're from somewhere in the midwest like what do you do with your spare time i read a lot now I do a lot of reading and watching things in podcast preparation for this show and for other shows I've got. It does start to take over your life. <laughs> I love theater. Like, I live in St. Louis, and St. Louis has got a pretty good, like, live theater scene. Okay. And we have something called the Muni which is short for municipal. This was originally like the St. Louis Municipal Opera Association. Sure. And it has become this running summer stock theater every year. They put on a series of like big Broadway quality musicals, like really high quality, amazing effects, incredible cast, fantastic sets, the whole deal. They put on this series of musicals in an outdoor theater Mm -hmm. in the middle of Forest Park, which is, like, the gem of St. Louis. Like, this big, sprawling patch of land that's filled with, like, museums and athletic places and trails and statues and all kinds of things, and this big outdoor theater. And Mm -hmm. it seats 11,000 people, and the back thousand seats are free if you get there early enough. So you can see seven Broadway musicals for free every year. That's and awesome. Every summer, I yeah, every summer I just become full Muni mode. Like, okay, I'm watching like my weather app. Like, what's the best night this week to go see? Singing in the rain, so that I'm not actually watching what? it in the rain. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, so, what have you seen recently then? Um. Their season just started. I just saw The Wiz last week. Which okay. Was gorgeous. And that was a show I've been waiting for them to do for years. And they put out like a little ballot and you can help vote on what shows you really want them to consider for the next year. And for okay. years I've been voting for The Wiz and now they finally put it in there. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> funny enough, uh, Belinda, who is now a member of the Whatnots as well. Mm -hmm. I was hoping to get her on next week, 
but she has nice. to check her schedule uh, on 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 the captain's log here. Um, but her and Eric are going to be doing a another book club centric podcast uh, called Independent Focus, and it's going to focus on uh, independent comics. Hence the name Independent Focus. Um, but she, mm-hmm. I, I think, is also a big theater fan and stuff and i think she just went to a bunch of stuff or like uh went to go see i'm looking at her twitter page belinda if you're listening to this what did you go see uh she went to some (laughs) fathom events and saw oh nice uh, let's see i've been craving some blah 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 blah, music i don't know (laughs) um she went on like a twitter thing god damn it what did she go see (laughs) okay show this thread this is my first experience one of my first moments was getting a close-up on a face during welcome home finale god damn it when did she go i I don't know if that was that or not but um yeah she went she went on a whole thing like it was awesome i went and saw this thing and some fathom event or some broadway thing and i've been meaning to go and you know who knows what um so cool you 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 guys are both into theater and stuff like that that's cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't i i think i've been to like smaller productions of stuff um i have seen uh I think it was Alfred Hitchcock's 39 Steps. Like oh. a like a local small something. I I remember seeing it when I was super young, not really realizing it that it was an Alfred Hitchcock m- m- movie as well. Um and then I mm-hmm. ended up seeing the movie and I'm like, "Wait. I know this story for some reason. <laughs> that's that's strange. Where did I see this before?" Uh and then I I think I ended up seeing it again somewhere else and i was like oh i know this this is an alfred hitchcock <laughs> movie um so yeah so you so you saw the the whiz yeah over in st louis um how mm-hmm. how was that what would you what, what's your review of their uh their performance of the whiz it was really good the sets were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The evil queen had like one of the coolest costumes I have ever seen them do. And that she's got this big flowing poofy dress and then stuck all over it are these little masks, almost like, like a theater mask or like a Michael Myers mask when those plain sure. white masks and they're all painted like glow in the dark and they probably had like lights behind them. So she's just got this giant dress with all these eerie glowing faces. That's awesome. Poking out between all the gauze, like really, really creative stuff. And I, I'm, I bring binoculars to every show because it is such a big theater. Like you, it's not like everything's really tiny, but they just put so much detail work into everything. If you're sitting fairly you know, fairly far back, you're going to want binoculars to look at all the stuff like this. Right. So yeah, costumes were impressive. This is their 100th season. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So they are pulling out a lot of stops stops this year. Yeah, I'm going to see everything, which is something I've only done twice before. I try and see every show every year. Normally I make it to like five or six out of the seven, but twice before I've done all seven. 
cool. And this year, I think I'm going for, like, the big sweep of all seven Muni shows plus Shakespeare in the Park, which is not like a local gauntlet. It's just my own personal goals of free (laughs) St. Louis theater events you can see outside. Yeah. Um, That's sweet. So what has been your favorite, like, theater play that you've you've gotten to go see there or anywhere anywhere my favorite play i have ever seen i'm so excited you asked about this because this is something i've been wanting to tell you about like we could never feasibly do it on the review show but i just need you to know what this thing is (laughs) there is a there is a new play okay been around in the like the last decade or so called Mr. Burns, a post-electric story, or a post-electric play, one of those two. Sure. And it is this drama that this woman has written about a post-apocalyptic future set, I think, like, this is the year after the, the year after the disaster, 10 years after the disaster, and 75 years after the disaster. Those are the three acts. And the main through story of this entire thing is that All electricity has been wiped out. People can no longer access media. And it's a story about these people trying to remember one episode of Simpsons that they cannot watch anymore. (laughs) They have to just remember it. And it is specifically about the Cape Fear episode where, like, Sideshow Bob goes and tracks down the Simpsons while they're on vacation and like he steals Bart away on a boat. If you've seen this episode, I'm I'm not super familiar with the Simpsons. It it, like the the Simpsons was really, really popular. uh, When I was in like first and second grade, I think that's when it was at its like height of, of like of, of popularity, but it was always like my, my friend's older brother's show. Like that's that's the show they watched, and that's why it was cool, you know. It's like, ooh, your your yeah. older brother watches The Simpsons. He's old yeah. enough to watch The Simpsons. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we were raised on it, so it's a show I know very well. And this was just an incredible play, and it's also this like really just sweet, moving human story. Like in the very first act, when it's like just after this big disaster, sure. Like these survivors come around to where this other like group of survivors are huddled around a campfire, and all of them take out their notebooks, and they're like, "Okay, Abigail Moore, age twenty, brown hair, green eyes. She's from um, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Have you seen her? Do you know anything about where she went? Like it's them just talking to each other, just trying to find out." What happened to their family? What happened to their friends? Mm-hmm. And how did that one episode of Simpsons end? And you watch the story of this episode of Simpsons evolve throughout time. Like in the second act, which is like 10 years after the disaster, there are now traveling theater troops that put on episodes of The Simpsons and they will pay people for their memories. Like, nobody here can remember what Chief Wiggum says in this one scene. And then somebody's like, I remember what it is. I'll tell you what Chief Wiggum says if you give me a 12-pack of Coke and some D batteries. And they're like, okay, okay. got it. It's this, like, <laughs> dystopian bargaining that they have to do to just collect 
an entire script of The Simpsons. And then they travel around and they just put it on for people. That's awesome. And then in the final act, when it's like 75 years after this disaster, Simpsons has become like the religion for people. Mm -hmm. Like they use the story of The Simpsons to explain their own downfall as a society. Because the original disaster was something nuclear. And, you know, that's what... That's where Homer works in the show. He works for the nuclear power plant. Mr. Burns is this evil billionaire who runs the nuclear power plant. And so now, like, they have made an amalgamation of both Mr. Burns and a sideshow Bob that is, like, the villain in their, like, creation myth that they tell people. (laughs) It's it's such a cool play. And I saw it in a high school in Springfield, Missouri. And... I think that after having seen it in a high school and being blown away, like, these were really great kids. They put on an incredible show. Like, I imagine it's got to be so much better seeing it with a professional show. Like, as good as those kids are, like, let me see, like, an adult do this and not, like, a senior busy with a million other things right before they're about to graduate. Like, let me see a dedicated professional adult performance of this, and I imagine it would just be transcendent because i was so impressed by just a bunch of teens that's awesome (laughs) the play is that good interesting um yeah huh that sounds a little like a lot of fun it it reminds me have you ever heard of the podcast uh jim robbie and the wanderers Yes, I haven't listened to that one yet, but that's been on my list for a while. So it's it's an audio drama podcast, post-apocalyptic, um, but it's about these like two musicians and their robot uh, just kind of wandering mm-hmm. around in the post-apocalypse, you, you know, and t- trying to mm-hmm. figure things out. Um, and first season doesn't necessarily have the best like audio quality and stuff like that but season two they Mm -hmm. definitely stepped it up um and it's it's kind of fun um it you know it's just they just get into all of this like wacky hijinks uh and stuff like that and it yeah it like it it sounds like something they would do like oh there's this coveted script of the simpsons and we're trying to piece it together (laughs) and you know like that's awesome it's cool. So, so, so you grew I, up on The Simpsons. Are I we? Mm-hmm. I got to meet your brother uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. Jams. Uh, he joined us mm-hmm. for our episode on Valerian. Uh, if you guys want to go check that out, go to whatnots.com uh, or subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever else. If you guys mm-hmm. have not figured that out, it, it was on an episode <laughs> of the review show. I should say this is the captain's mm-hmm. log it was not last week on the captain's log mm-hmm. anyways uh is he your only sibling no he is my younger brother there's about a year and a half between us and then i have an older brother who is 13 years older than i am see that's why you were raised on the simpsons that's <laughs> it, that's exactly what i was saying your older brother watched it and that's mm-hmm. why it was cool yeah like he was well he was in college when i was in kindergarten like he wasn't like physically around very much when we were growing up we love him to death like we are very closely bonded emotionally but just like he was like a cool adult and we were like some pesky kids 
So, so it wasn't so much I was watching him watch it, but like our dad would just put it on for us all the time because it was like syndicated around here. Like okay. the reruns would air every day at like six and six thirty. So that was another one of our dedicated like, okay, we can just put this on while we eat dinner, and you know when the Simpsons is over, okay, you kids go do your homework and. Yeah, that was like That's something awesome. I could count on every day is two reruns of The Simpsons. It that that was Seinfeld for me. My mm-hmm. my dad loved. I mean, I love Seinfeld, but my dad loved it too. So we always had Seinfeld on. Um, but yeah, that's I I I never really got into Simpsons. I got in. I, I got more into Futurama because that got <gasps> started when I was a little bit older. Uh, yes. I still haven't watched all all of it i don't know like the ins and outs or any i've just seen a whole bunch of like random episodes but i love futurama i think it's hilarious it's one of my favorites and that is a show where i have seen every episode multiple times i think and like i I think i'm missing a couple of those direct-to-dvd movies but i own the whole like tv show that's awesome on dvd yeah, oh, lots of good stuff in Futurama. I recommend, like, seeing that through to its conclusion and, like, being a Futurama completionist. I, I really need to, because I, I loved it when it first came out. Because, like, mm-hmm. when it first came out, it was like, oh, it's it's by the guy who made Simpsons, but I was also old enough to, like, watch it on my own and not have my parents be like, well, you probably shouldn't be watching that, you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So it was just like, I can watch this, and it's sci-fi, and it's robots and aliens. I like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just some random family from, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, from, from Springfield or wherever. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah, so that was that. Was, that, was that. <sighs> Good stuff. <laughs> um, so what, what, what kind of news do you pay attention to? That's also something <laughs> that I'm in interested in finding out which is a bit of a weird question because like i like for me the news that i tune in to is like comic books video games Mm -hmm. stuff like that that that's what most of my twitter feed is about um so like what what is like who who do you follow on Twitter? What kind of news do you like? What kind of pop c- culture news are you secretly a gigantic fan of Ariana Grande or like? <laughs> you know what I do know a lot about is theme parks. I know a lot about Disney okay. parks, Kyle. So, oh, sweet! That let me. You've <laughs> probably already seen this. Let me see if I can. Uh, find it on youtube i saw this today and i was i had to like Mm -hmm. so two of the podcasts that i watch i listen to live every single day they broadcast on on twitch um just like we do but they do uh they do it like every weekday like it's a morning mm. show, and then they do like a video game news show right after that, um, and it's every wow. it's every single weekday. Uh, but that's it. That's oh. also their full time jobs is making all of this content. But they had something on uh, on their morning show um, about these robots 
these stunt double robots that Disney is making. Huh. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't heard about this yet. So I, I, I'll send you the link in Discord here. Um, and I, <laughs> I want you to watch that. Um, oh, my God. Oh, of course this they is, would. It's only 40-second long vi video. I will post a link to this video in the description on YouTube and uh, our podcast stuff wherever else. But this blew my fucking mind. So Disney Imagineering <gasps> wow. has created autonomous uh, robot stunt doubles. They are developing these, I, I guess, for whatever. But to the the first couple times in in this video, it shows this, it shows the process of how they've kind of come up with these robot kind of or just like their t t tests of like prototype one prototype two yeah. stuff like that and it gets more and more realistic as it goes on and the first one just looks like this like lawn chair like folding stick but the last one that they do yeah, it's is an like enchanted bow staff yeah it's like an enchanted bow staff like 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 you said but the last one that they do is doing like flips and aerial twists and he's like tucking and rolling in mid mid air and mm -hmm. like it's mind blowing what do you think of this 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 is a really good idea like it's also some scary great. shit like, <laughs> yeah and like take some of the stress off of um like their physical performers like okay if we want to have like a five episode superhero franchise with this marvel character yeah like that's gonna be a, a big load off the actor's mind to be like oh okay don't have to worry about doing all those flips or putting another actor in danger having them do all the flips exactly. a robot will do it and the robot will the robot won't get hurt yeah you could preserve like a chris evans so much better if he was a robot sometimes yeah and that is i am terrified but at the, at, at the exact same time, like, how cool would it be to have the, like, Marvel Disney theme park and have yes. Iron Man just, like, fly bye-bye? Like, oh, th yes. that would be oh, amazing. It, that <sighs> would be incredible. Because, like, that, 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 last, um, that last, like, fly-by flip thing that the robot does in this video mm -hmm. he does this like superhero pose where he's like his yes. his chest is out he has one knee knee up and he's just looking tough as he like flies <laughs> through the air yes. and just imagine that as thor imagine that as iron man like <gasps> yes. what in the world like that would be incredible in in the in some like oh. Disney theme park, some like Star Wars thing, as some like Jedi mm -hmm. like flies into the park and starts walking yeah. around. Like how crazy would that Yoda be? Yoda can do that stuff. Yeah, like imagine them making like a lifelike Yoda robot that can just flip around and do <gasps> do stuff like that. That's ridiculous. This. I would be so excited to go see, like, a stunt spectacular show that had a robot in it. Yes! I still want, like, the hokey performers, but, like, one robot. Yeah. Put a robot in. Um, 
and it, that, 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 I, I don't know, man. Have, have you seen the robots that Boston Dynamics makes? Yes. I'm, I, yeah, they, I'm, yes. I'm sure you've seen them all over Twitter, but they have the ones <laughs> that, like, can open doors or, like, walk upstairs. Uh-huh. This looks so much more lifelike than what, Boston Dynamic yeah. made, which is scary because I'm terrified of those Boston Dynamics robots. <laughs> they can open doors. They have ones that look like mm-hmm. dogs. They're like the four-legged <laughs> ones that, like, that's how they get. That's how they get you. They make them look like dogs because they know everyone likes dogs. And then, and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a dog. No, it's a robot, and it's here to murder <laughs> you. <laughs> Oh, I trust the robots. I believe in the robots. I, I, if we treat them well, I think they'll be our friends. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I still want to, like, thank you, Alexa. Thank you, Siri, for, you know, for, you know like, for mm-hmm. helping me find the answer to, to, to that. But one of the other things that they said is, like, we're at the start of this right now. By the time we get old that's when all of these movies that like Westworld and all that stuff where the robots are starting to be like but I'm a person too I know what love feels Mm -hmm. like that's gonna happen when we're old when we're dead it won't matter for us but for our kids (laughs) they're gonna be the ones that'll have to deal with that yeah yeah, like man yeah, like my d- grandson-in-law could be a robot. It's exciting. I'd welcome a robot into the family. I do think a lot about, like, will my parents have a robot helpmate in their later years? Will there be, like, a little Asimov, like, scooting around the house being like, okay, my, good morning, my here's parents, your coffee? My parents can't even figure out how email works. They're not going <laughs> to... <laughs> They're not going to have some kind of robot detective in in their house to you know <laughs> to figure oh, out what's my... what's happening. <laughs> my dad is fairly tech savvy. My he just talked my mom into getting her first smartphone of any kind. She had something that was the equivalent of like a T-Mobile sidekick for years. And it That's finally, amazing. like, broke down so much. Like, it wouldn't receive a text. You would send her a short, plain characters text, like, Hi, Mom! And it would come through as just, like, garbled characters. And she would, you would have to, she'd call you and be like, I'm sorry, I can't read that. What did you say? And I'm like, Mom, you have to get a new phone. Like, this isn't good. So Dad finally got them both, like, matching iPhones. Like, here, if you have a question, you can just ask me, because I've got the same thing you do. And she doesn't like it. I. It stresses her out. I don't think she wants to new things she has to learn. She was really bewildered by Siri. I don't think she knows how to use it herself. But, like, yeah. she's seen Dad use it. And she thought Siri was, like, a limited time promotion. Like, she was really surprised. We're like, oh, no, you've got Siri forever. And she's like, I thought it Do was you- just, like, a thing you get free for a month. I've got her forever like I adopted her. I adopted her. <laughs> That's my new sister. Amazing. Uh, do you remember Cha Cha? Yes. Wasn't oh. that like Cha Cha just completely lost their business to Siri? Oh. All of it. 
I for for oh my god those of you who are children listening to this and you don't know what cha-cha is cha-cha was amazing back before we had smartphones cha-cha was a business where you could text them it you you would literally text um cha-cha which again is t9 you kids don't know what the fuck t9 is um (laughs) but you know on the phone each of the numbers they also have the like abc is like two and uh you you know so on and so forth you would text cha-cha a question and then a live person on the other end would google it for you and then tell you the <laughs> yes. answer. Would text you back and tell you the answer. And Siri completely destroyed Cha Cha. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it kind of went away before Siri was a thing. You know, it just kind of like yeah. fell out of like, I have the smartphone. I can just Google it myself. Uh, but now, yeah, now mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, Siri. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. You know, dude. Do this, do mm-hmm. that. What's this? How big is? How fast does this run? Order tampons, like I, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you can do anything now. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I found. I still Josh. have this old fashioned way of thinking. Like rec- like I have a friend coming over later to watch a movie. We are going to watch Van Helsing because. <laughs> Recently, I watched, um, I haven't seen it in forever, but he and I were like horror buffs and like, we'd like watching vampire movies. And I watched, uh, the greatest showman recently and a couple other Hugh Jackman movies for another podcast. And I'm like, why not keep it going? Why not watch Van Helsing? It's like, okay, cool. And like my first stop after I decide that is like, well, I'm going to drive to family video and I'm going to see if they have it and they don't. So now I'm going to drive to the library. And it's like, after I leave the library, then I'm like, Oh, I have Hulu. I have Amazon Prime. I could look there. Like, I, I'm i a person of the future, but I still have, like, way back deep ingrained in me this nature of, I'm going to drive to the place and see with my eyes if they have it there physically. Okay. Yeah. I, I never you, call ahead and check for things. I'm like, well, I'll just go I, look. I was talking to someone else, and she was like, uh, she she mentioned the same thing. She she was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go to my library and rent a DVD. And I was like, wait, wait, what? You you rent DVDs from your library? How old are yeah. you? Like, what is this? <laughs> and and yet yeah, my my pa- <laughs> my parents discovered Redbox like three months ago. I'm like, mom. Oh my god, that's precious. Th- that that was a thing like four years ago before <laughs> Netflix was a thing. Like before Netflix was as big as it is now, like Redbox was a thing. You can rent a DVD for a dollar. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And they yeah they they just figured it out and they're because they still have a like regular ass DVD player, and I've told uh-huh. them for years now. It's like you that's ancient technology now. Like. At the very least, you should have a Blu-ray player, but even that, yeah. like to actually have a like a player these days of some kind of sorts, that's getting more and more rare. That's so weird, though. So you said you like uh, <laughs> vampire 
stuff. You're, you're yes. a big horror fan. How do you feel about <laughs> the news that Jared Leto is going to be Morbius in the new Spider-Man? Jared Leto. Morbius? Morbius. Do you know who Morbius is? I don't actually. Tell me. This is a new fact for my brain. Uh, so it's a comic book character in Marvel Comics. Mor- Mor- Morbius is... Uh, it's, it's Morbius, the living vampire. Um, he's kind of an anti-hero villain for Spider-Man. So it's okay. it's Sony still trying to c- c- cash in on the fact that they have Spider-Man, that they own the rights to Spider-Man mm-hmm. films, and Marvel does not, mm-hmm. t- technically. Even mm-hmm. though they've worked out the deal with them, they still want their own Spider-Universe type of thing. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, he like he's just this... Uh, let's see, I so... According to Hollywood Reporter, yes, that is the website I am on. Hollywood Reporter, uh, as of two days ago, um, who wrote this article? Boris Kit, I believe is how you pronounce their name. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, according to them, the project is based on the anti-hero Morbius the Living Vampire. Morbius is Dr. Michael Morbius, a scientist who suffered from a rare (laughs) blood disease and attempted to cure himself to disastrous results. Instead of being (laughs) instead of being cured, he became afflicted with a condition uh, that was a form of vampirism. The thirst for blood along with fangs, super strength, and he often fights Spider-Man. To me, someone who knows Spider-Man, Spider-Man is actually my favorite character. I know who Morbius Mm -hmm. is. He shows up fairly often, but he's not, like, this isn't, um, like, this isn't the, the, oh, hey, we just had uh, someone follow us on which commander root thank you for following us um, hello yeah uh so I, I i guess to the mainstream no one knows who morbius is like he's not like you guys no, know like, like dr octopus and stuff like that but you're like morbius yeah. Who's, who the hell is morbius you know um yeah so like how do you feel about jared leto as an actor let me ask you that I don't know. Like, I am aware of things he is in, but I don't think I've actually watched him in a thing. I think I've only seen him in a succession of trailers. So I don't okay. I don't know what to think. So you haven't seen, like, Suicide Squad or Blade Runner 2049? Oh, I like know that. he was in that. No, those He's, are on my list. He played the Joker in Suicide Squad. Uh, I am aware of this. I, I am aware of this. I know abs- it turned off a lot of other people, but I I'm hated intrigued. Suicide Squad. I <laughs> thought the Joker had absolutely no business being in that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Like he, like he literally had no reason to be there. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, his portrayal wasn't what I wanted, but that's okay. Like I don't mind that if you have an interpretation, at least like go all mm-hmm. all in, which is what he did. Um, yeah. So, 
there's supposedly like two Joker movies in the works, one starring Jared Leto, uh, one that has nothing to do with the Jared Leto version of Joker, and it's Joaquin Phoenix who's supposedly going to be playing the Joker with that. I don't know. I, okay. I haven't seen Blade Runner 2049 yet or what, 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 whatever year it was. I love Blade Runner, though, because I'm a huge cyberpunk fan. Hmm. Um, but I don't I haven't seen him in enough to know his acting chops. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we will put this on our, our review show list. Con- consider a letter well, one week. Maybe. Uh, um, as long as it's not Suicide Squad. As long as it's not Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> no, he is a litany of other films. I would not make you watch Suicide Squad with me. I, I saw it opening night in the theaters. Ah. I knew it was going to be bad. Like, I went in expecting. Like, I I didn't. Like, I, I think I saw, I saw Man of Steel came out liking it a week after that realized how wrong i was after it like sank in and been like wait there were actually tons of plot holes and that's not the that like that's not a good version of superman mm-hmm. like that's not what makes him interesting um mm-hmm. i saw suicide squad and then uh or, or, no and then batman versus superman i saw that one i was like this was not good and I saw Suicide Squad, and it was Hot Topic, the m- movie, and I was like, all right, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is not good. I've seen Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was the only one that I liked. Um, haven't seen Justice League yet. So. I saw it. It, it was I've, fine. I've like, I remember having things. a good time in the theater, but, like, now I remember, like, almost nothing about it. But, like... It's- I also remember almost nothing about Thor Ragnarok because I think those two things came out like one week after each other and they were both around Thanksgiving and so, I was so busy with Thanksgiving things, my brain retained no other information. I liked Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was very, very good. However, I don't think it was mm-hmm. as good as everyone plays it up to be. I like everyone. I was like, oh, it was amazing. One of the best Marvel films. I was like, look, it was funny but it was often funny in like inappropriate moments like you were about to have a very good character moment (laughs) like these characters were learning they were growing and then there's like a dick joke a fart joke really guys like you (laughs) could have at least given me another minute to let that process you know it was just it was just a little bit too Mm -hmm. much is is my thought that was me but who knows (laughs) I just remember a big dog and a series of colors. Very colorful film. Yeah, I <laughs> I gotta rewatch that one. It's good. It's 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 on Netflix now. I think they put it on like a week ago or so, a week or two ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's on. It's on Netflix. I I think I'm <laughs> gonna make my parents watch all of the Marvel films. Oh, good. Uh, back Fun. to back, all the way through Infinity War, uh, when I go visit them for the holidays. They 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 oh, they've seen a, a l- they've seen a lot of them, um, but of course there's just so much of them now that they've like fallen behind. I think the last one they saw was 
Guardians 2. Um, and my mom doesn't have the greatest memory. Um, so it, it's it's like, yeah, like, they're like, oh, should we go watch this one? It's like, well, yeah, but you also haven't seen Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen Civil War yet, really. You know, do you know what happened in Ant-Man? You know, all of this stuff. And it's like, there, there's some of these that you don't necessarily need to know. Like, you don't necessarily need to know Ant-Man because Ant-Man's not in um, yeah. Infinity Wars spoilers but i'm sure everyone has seen that film at this point um Mm -hmm. but yeah so i was like look because when i'm out there with them we usually i i I, they they always like my my mom likes watching shows with me and my dad because it's a thing we can do as a family um Mm-hmm. And so they're always like, well, what can we watch? Like, have you seen something good we can watch on Netflix or on Hulu? So I've, I've shown them a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, I was like, how about instead, instead of watching, like, a whole bunch of new shows, like, or, like, a, you know, like, season one of, like, two shows, like, how about we just mm-hmm. watch all of the Marvel films? Because there's, like... 20 of them and that like they're all like an hour and something if not two hours long which is Mm -hmm. kind of the length of a season and a half two seasons of something um so that's the plan right now is to like just we're, we're just gonna marathon them in order so who knows who knows We'll see what happens. That sounds fun. Yeah. My parents also have sporadic superhero knowledge. <laughs> like, they will go out to the theater with us every once in a while. Like, um, like my nephew's birthday is in early May, so that's always, like, the same time as a big tentpole film. And sometimes he'll want to go see one, and the whole family will go. It's like, they saw Avengers. They saw Avengers 2. <laughs> they went to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2 last year. And my mom didn't understand that Groot was not an actual baby. And she was so upset the entire time that all these very bad things were happening to a baby. And all those guys with the leather (laughs) jackets on the ship were all very mean to that baby. And we have to talk her down after the movie. Like, no, mom, he's just an adult that has been made physically small. He's centuries old. He's not a baby. It's okay. According to James Gunn, and as much (laughs) as you're the man behind those films, fuck his his thoughts about Groot. He he cannot instead. He's like, no. The Groot you saw in Guardians 1, he's dead. Like, this is a different one. And we're just like, no. Uh Uh-uh. No thanks. This is the same one. He's just a kid. (laughs) You know, it's a plant. He can regenerate. And he's like, no, he's dead. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, this is the same Groot with all his same memories. Yeah. Have, Have you ever had some kind of movie like that, though, where you went and watched it or... Uh, whether it was in theaters or watched it at, at home and you just didn't, like, there was something about the film you didn't understand or you completely misread. This is so dumb, but, yeah, um, Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Are you familiar? Have you seen this picture? I have not. But <laughs> I, I think, I, I feel like I know enough about it 
It's I was about to sneeze, but I did not. It's about these. Okay. It's, it's about these women who are on the run from this, like, you know, post-apocalyptic citadel. Right. They're, and I couldn't. They're kind of like sex it, slaves kind of thing. And she's kinda, yeah. freeing them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're. And this is like a drought society. Like, there's a scene where, like, okay, there's. What's his name? Um, King Joe, whatever. The guy with the mask. King Joe is like, okay, people, today is time for your ration of water. And he, like, lets some water, like, come down from the waterfall on the mountain. And everybody's, like, scrambling up to get the water. And then inside, there's more of his brood wives. And they're, like, getting their breasts pumped and all the milk out. And I was like, oh, is water so scarce in this world that, like, breast milk is a legitimate source of hydration and we need as much breast milk as we can get? And I'm like, I understand these women running to run away. Like, that's a bad situation. But also, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, is somebody going thirsty because now they don't have access to breast milk? Like, I didn't get it. It took me too long to, like, piece together what was happening. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I'm like, I'm on your side, but I am also worried about the consequences of your actions. I'm, I'm, I mean, that, like, I, I don't put it past a post-apocalyptic society to use something like that as currency or a way to survive or like hey here's some kind of nourishment right i think that's how grapes of wrath ends like if we've choose to view the dust bowl as like its own post-apocalyptic society i think the grapes of wrath does end with this woman who's like well my baby starved to death i can at least give my breast milk to this old hobo so he can have liquid (laughs) (laughs) I think that happened. I never read that book. I yeah, I I haven't read that book either, so I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that that's ridiculous. I I, I cuz he he also wrote that that's J- J- John Steinbeck, right? I I I read yes. the p- Pearl, but I don't remember it. Uh we had to read that for English, I think in like my, my my ninth grade high school class that was weird that one i just know it as a dharma station uh, yeah that too (laughs) (laughs) we both love lost heck yeah um no so i'm i'm trying to think i don't feel like i've ever had an experience where i like completely went left left feel like well what about the breast milk is that like the (laughs) form of currency but i i remember a friend of mine, his mom had a moment like that, and it was one of the fun. Like at the time, it was one of the funniest things that I, I had heard. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, it's it's not it's not that funny. Um, it was when Napoleon Dynamite came out. Do you remember that movie? I have a deep abiding soft spot for that movie. It's a great film. I love it. Um, Good. I'm glad you agree. It's fantastic. Um, my f- so yeah, it became like it came out in theaters. No one really paid attention to it. It was this weird mm-hmm. kind of indie film, 
and actually i don't know if it was an indie film um i think so but yeah and then kind of it eventually like caught on word of mouth Mm -hmm. just like you need to see it it's hilarious um and it was at the point where like everything was napoleon dynamite yep right um where everyone was quoting it and my my friend's mom hadn't seen it yet and their whole family they're from new new york and they they were like movie buffs that mm-hmm. well okay let's put it this way they watched a shit ton of movies half of which i have never even heard of or seen or would yeah. ever watch in my life they just watched anything and everything mm-hmm. and they were all about like hollywood g- gossip and all this stuff and it, it was fascinating because the whole family was in, into it like you, you've you've watched a movie with your parents and there's a sex scene and it's really awkward and you're just like, I don't know, like, this is uncomfortable, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, I know yeah. my parents have had sex, but I don't, I don't want to think about that, you know, <laughs> um, and it's like, do, like, do, 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 does me not warning them mean that they think I like this scene, like, what, <laughs> do, what, is, what yeah. is this, you know, yeah. it's, um, it's a quandary, it, it's, it's so weird, but, but yeah, their whole family was in, into it, and they'd be like, oh, she's hot, you know, like the 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 mom would God. say hey, that who's she who is she dating? You know, like they would just like they would be so into it. Like, oh, this actor had this scene with you know, like, and it was it was amazing to like watch a movie with them just because of like how how passionate they were about that whole scene. I mean, they they talked during the movie, so I hated that, but. Um, she eventually, like their mom, eventually watched Napoleon Dynamite, and was so upset. <laughs> and just like, but they're so mean to him. They're bullying him. This is this, why is this so sad? <laughs> and I, and we were just like, this is not. It's they're not. This is it's funny. Okay, laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> Napoleon feels on the top food. of the world. Contina, <laughs> 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 you fat lardy fam. Yeah, it was. It was just like you, you, you cried because you thought they were being. I mean, they are being mean, but it's 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 funny. Like this is a comedy film, and she's like, mm-hmm. "No, it's not. This is <laughs> this is a sad film." Like. I mean, like at this same time, yeah, like you, like it, it's it's more like because like I I I stutter when I talk, mm-hmm. so it's it's te- te- technically it's a speech impediment. It's mm-hmm. kind of a mental handicap, but not really at the same time. Time, so I've I've had people like make fun of me and and stuff like that. Um, but then like once they know they're like oh my god like i'm i'm so you know like they'll they'll ab- apologize and stuff and they're like so you're not actually cold you're not you know like i i i i, I am so cold and I, I i i keep stuttering you know it's like it's it's not that um and yeah and like she thought like here's a 
guy who must be on the spectrum or you know mm-hmm. has like ass burgers or, or you know something like that and there were all these people that were like being mean to him and she she took it seriously and it was just like mm-hmm. the, like that's so precious it's so funny because <laughs> oh, yeah. like the, this 100% is, is is a comedy like mm-hmm. but yeah I, I, I don't know it, it was just it was funny <laughs> Earlier this year, I went uh, I went to a friend's house and we all watched the Oscars together because okay. they're like big film buffs and I don't I didn't know anything but I just wanted to go hang out with them. I don't. And know then like later about the that Oscars. week, I'm talk. Yeah, and later that week, I'm talking to my mom and I'm like, yeah, I went over to Ashley's and I watched the you know I watched the Oscars and it was I had a pretty good time. I got to see like a lot of actors I know all dressed up and presenting awards. Like I saw Oscar Isaac and my mom stops me and she says. What's an Oscar Isaac? Is that a robot? Because she thought well, that it's 2018, was... <laughs> and we don't really know nowadays. <laughs> she, she thought he was an Oscar that had been personified well, and could talk. There's Oscar the yes. Grouch. Uh, there is. Uh, <laughs> Who else is named she Oscar? Thought he was Isaac. She thought, his, she thought he was Isaac the Oscar. It's, it's, it's like, like they had just invented this character and that's who he was. It's like walking into Wendy's and being like, I need to speak to Wendy. Can, yes, can I? Yes. Is, is Wendy here? Is she, is she back there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> just like, oh my God, this is, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so now I really just need to show my mom a Star Wars or something. We were like in a store a couple weeks after that, and this was, I think, when um, the Last Jedi came out on DVD. Okay. And I pointed at like a standee, and I'm like, "See, Mom, that this is Oscar, is an Isaac, Oscar Isaac, the living man." <laughs> so now I need to sit her down and like actually show her him in action, <laughs> so yes. she believes us. This is Oscar <laughs> Isaac. He is a beautiful man. You should pay attention to mm-hmm. to him because he is a beautiful man. <laughs> And that is yes. all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> he was in. Um, have Have you listened to Homecoming from Gimlet Media, another audio drama podcast? I haven't listened to it, uh, but I heard about that that show because I've in the past listened to a couple of their other shows and they started advertising Mm -hmm. it it's like we're doing our first scripted audio drama called homecoming it's about x y and z and it stars oscar isaac i was like whoa he was just Mm -hmm. in star wars he was just in x-men yeah i know who he is Mm -hmm. that's fit how do you get a big name (laughs) actor to do that that's fantastic I listened to the first episode of it, and I could tell it was high quality, but it was also, like, a straight drama. Right. And I just wasn't in the mood for it at the time. I'm rarely ever in the mood for a straight drama that doesn't have any kind of sci-fi element in it. It seemed like this was just plain old people, just just some folks. And so, just if I folks. am in the mood for something like that, I will go back to Homecoming, but I didn't continue. Eventually, I need to go back and listen to that one. There's a few. I need to... 
the bright set sessions just ended recently i yeah, need to yeah. binge like the last four or five i've been saving them same um, same yeah and then i think if it hasn't already ended it's about to ours paradoxica oh then uh, they're a time tra- travel uh audio drama which i absolutely love which we also have done episodes on both of them the 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 -hmm. the whatnots have done an episode on on them um that was a while ago yeah i listened to that one and i listened to the first season or two the first chunk of ours paradoxica and i did like it but it did get to the point where i could not follow what was happening yeah it's it's one that i need to to go back, back and really pay attention to because it's time mm-hmm. travel and that always fucks with people uh, and I, I, yeah. I love time travel stuff Paul and I always mm-hmm. talked about doing an anime called Steins Gate uh, we never got uh-huh. a, a, around to, to, to it but I I don't rem- remember how I found it uh, but I watched it and I absolutely love it one of my favorites uh, and it's a time travel thing, and is literally one of the most well researched mm. time travel. Like, we're not gonna go completely wacky with this. We're actually gonna put legitimate mm-hmm. science be- behind this and how it, how it, it works and stuff like that. Um, well, like, who who knows if time travel is actually real or not? You know, so who knows if it's legitimate yeah. science? But it's like. Not not just like it's gonna be a flying police box and it's bigger on the inside and <laughs> and and it can go anywhere you want, you know, anytime. Like it's not that. Like they can only send like mm-hmm. data back in t- time and like at first they they end up making a time machine out of a microwave and a cell phone and it they just like accidentally <gasps> make it and they're like oh shit we invented time travel that sounds but correct. it's but instead of like sending a person back or an object they can send the data back um and i think the their first prototype they could send like like half of a text message back it, or it, it, it was mm-hmm. it was something like they could send like 96 characters back so like not e- even a full tweet it was just like if you can send like like a one thing like eat more veggies back, <laughs> uh, which is is something that they do send back to someone. Um, you can only send something as long as a fortune cookie fortune. Basically, yeah. Like don't do this, and that's what you know that that's what they that's all they could send back. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, they they had to like send it to like as text messages or as like on a beeper and stuff like that um and yeah like i i fell in love with that show so fan fantastic time travel show steins gate if you have not watched it um it is good this is well worth your time well worth your time nice if you could time travel when would you go oh man um I don't know. I feel like I would go like on one hand, I love the stuff from like the 1920s. Uh, just like that mm-hmm. whole like 
flapper swing era stuff yeah. like that. That's like I would love to at least visit that. I don't think mm-hmm. I would fit in there at all. I feel like I would have a <laughs> terrible time though. Um so bad and uh my next thing would be like 50s like rock and roll diner like Ooh. I like that type of stuff but again I yeah. like I don't I don't feel like I would fit in. So for me it actually wouldn't be all that far back. I think I would like to go to the 80s. I was uh-huh. born in 1990 so it wouldn't be too far off. Right, like I like mm-hmm. that. That I feel like I know en- enough about, and still like, in in like stuff from the eighties is still around today, or like was st- mm-hmm. w- w- or was started back then. Right, like com- com- computers for starting to get big, and this idea, you know, of technology. Like, oh, like what we now have as like smartphones like that whole industry started like mm-hmm. back then or slightly before then and stuff like that um, yeah I, I think that'd be a lot of fun so what about you when i want when to would visit <laughs> i would go back to i think the 80s or 90s to these specific places I want to see my local malls that are now closed and dead and destroyed back during their heyday. Oh, so, like, you would go visit, like, abandoned places now and see, like, what were you back then? Yeah, just malls, though. I just want to go visit Northwest Plaza because that thing, I think it, it barely clung on up until I was maybe 19 I think the last time I was there and it felt remotely lively to me was when I was, like, 12. We went there all the time when I was a kid. It was my favorite place. And apparently, like, its real heyday was even before then. This was, like, a real, like, mid-late 80s, early 90s mall. Mm -hmm. And it was just this big, beautiful building. Like, it's all skylights and teal and palm fronds and pink lights. Like, real real good classic mall i will send you pictures of this mall okay and it just slowly like crumbled and decayed and emptied itself out and i just want to go see it when it was real and alive (laughs) see what all the hustle and bustle was about that's that's cool just do things i couldn't have done when i was a kid like i just want to go to the Northwest Plaza Theater that they had, like, suspended over the food court. It was so cool. There was, like, the food court on the main level and then sunken in below the food court. You'd take steps down, and that's where Tilt was. There was a giant Tilt and a big, like, glow-in-the-dark mini-golf course with, like, that mini-golf course water. Yeah. And then above the food court, you'd take an escalator, and that's where the movie theater was. And I just want to go back in time and go see, like... Golden Eye or something like yeah. a movie I could not feasibly have seen at that age. Like I just want to okay. go. I want to see Golden Eye. I want to eat like the Great Steak and Potato Company. I want to go to the Walden Books. Yes. <laughs> I just want like a classic old mall day. That's what I want most out of time travel. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I'm surprised that that's not some kind of reality tv show already 
Well, I mean, maybe it is because I don't, I don't watch reality TV show. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, they go find these, like, abandoned malls or abandoned castles or abandoned theaters and stuff like that. And they research it, see what it was like while it was big or while it failed. And they come up with, like, a reenactment of, like, yes. what it was like back then. Oh. Wouldn't that be sweet? Oh. I would dream to go to a mall reenactment. I <laughs> like. I really have you. I love e- immersive theater. Have you I've ever been, been to, to like a reenactment of a like a famous historical battle or stuff like that? No, no, no. I've, I've been to uh, my so a lot of my family's from out west. I'm like the the black sheep of my. Family. Where is out west to you? Out west, I when but when I say west, and I don't specify west coast, I mean like Montana and Wyoming. Okay, uh, which is okay, okay, where all my, right. My like, family is from uh, but cowboy I'm, territory. Yeah, uh, but I'm like the black sheep of my family. I'm adopted. Uh, I was oh. born on the east coast. They're all from out west. Um, they're all like cowboys and farmers and stuff like that. And they're all like super conservative and Christian. And here I am like the liberal art student. Uh, yeah, like I, like I'm, I am, I do not fit in with them. Um, and, uh, my dad, uh, was a history major. Um, and, while he didn't major in American history, he's a big uh, Custer buff, so he knows, like, all about Custer's life and all about his battles and stuff like that. So I've been to see, uh, like, where Custer's last stand was Mm -hmm. in the Little Bighorns, um, and, like, I've seen the, like, the reenactment like they have like it's kind of like a theater but not really like they'll they'll sit you in these seats and it's overlooking the battlefield and you'll have like a tour guide who sits there and explains the stuff as the as the excuse me as the reenactment is happening off in the distance and so you see like the the troops coming over one hill and he's in there like yeah so that was general so-and-so who went mm-hmm. for this you know this pincer thing and you know such such and such and i was like oh okay i was super young so i was like i'm just gonna play <laughs> my game boy um yep, yep but i've i've been back there a couple times and my parents actually just went there this past weekend to go watch it again because that's what my dad likes so and i i I think i've seen something in gettysburg but i could be wrong i don't remember the big show when i was young (laughs) i'm i'm not a history buff so yeah yeah i'm not into that but i would be into immersive theater which i have heard about i have not been able to see it myself but there are these theater shows, like I think one of the big ones is in New York, and it's called Sleep No More, and it's an interpretation of Macbeth, and the whole thing just takes place around you. Like, there's just actors 
all over. It's just like in a building. It's like you've got one whole floor of a big building. And there's actors all around you. They are all in character. And you just, maybe you're kind of led around, but you can splinter off at any time. You can wander around. And like there's a scene here and a scene there. And it's all concurrent. So depending on just where you walk, you're getting completely different facets of what this story is. I've been to Colonial Williamsburg. I love it as a concept. Huh. Yeah, which is kind of the same thing. Like, if 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 you go to Colonial Williamsburg, they've that like the people who, I, I guess you could say, live there. They're all actors, and they all work there. Like, they get paid to mm-hmm. be there, but they're all in character as if that colonial town like hasn't yeah. aged. So they all they all have the colonial outfits. They all go to the tailor and the baker and you know you know what i mean like they they all have that stuff and you'll see the like militia men walking around stuff like that um and it's it's kind of fascinating i haven't been there in yeah so just years but (laughs) that's yeah just picturing that for like an old mall, like instead of being like, "Yeah, I'm the town blacksmith," you're like, "Yeah, I work uh, the counter at the watch kiosk." This is my backstory. Do you uh, need yeah, a watch? Yeah, so I work at the local Claire's. Uh, did you want <laughs> pink diamond earrings or Hello Kitty ones? Uh. <laughs> yeah, and I've got a romance going on with the guy who works at the Circuit City. That's the anchor <laughs> store to this mall. <laughs> Have, um, so you, you live in the Midwest. You mentioned St. Louis. Have you ever mm-hmm. been up to, I believe it's in Minneapolis. Have you been to the Mall of America or wherever's up there? Once. Once. Once in my life I did. And it was legitimately my dream vacation since I was eight years old. And I read a book there where the go. Babysitter's Club went there on vacation. There you go. And like the like a northwest plaza but six of it put together i have to go there and finally (laughs) i like had a friend from high school that went up there to take a teaching job and i spent a weekend with her and we spent the entire time at the mall of america and i probably just saw like one chunk of it it's huge and it is dreamy and i i need to go back and live there that's fantastic i've not been there i've been to the king of Prussia Mall oh, in Philly. That's another dream vacation for me. I want to hit all the big malls. It's the second largest mall in America, and I've been there a couple times. Um, and yeah, it's huge, and they have like two or three of like that's the one thing I don't get. They have like two or three of the same store within the mall yeah. in different locations. Like there are like. Yeah. Instead, instead of having like J.C. Penney on one end and Macy's on one end and Nordstrom on one end, there's like three J.C. Penneys. There's t- t- two of the Brookstone brothers. <laughs> like, it just, like why you 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 can have any store and you have multiples of this. You have the real estate to like have every store you can think of there doesn't even need to be kiosks give them your own fucking (laughs) store like it's it's ridiculous i do live i do love the idea of like a weird mirror verse store like ah yes welcome to reverse macy's it's dark uh, secret macy's how would you say macy's backwards uh oh yakums uh 
sounds like an animaniac. <laughs> yeah, you Sam. Isn't there like a Superman villain where like Bizarro. Mr. Mixelplexus and Well, there's okay. Bizarro <laughs> which he he's like he's like the backwards like like have yeah. have a bad day, you know, means like have a good day. Um, and he speaks in kind of like broken English like Bizarro am stupid. But he means yeah. like Bizarro is really smart, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's Mixelplick, or mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, it's one of those that I don't even know how to p- pronounce it. Um, where he's kind of this leprechaun-looking creature. Uh, he's supposedly like some being from like the fifth dimension, uh, mm. and he just comes to like fuck with Superman. Like he's not actually like a bad. <laughs> guy like i want to take over the world or any like i hate uh superhero like he's just like yeah i'm gonna come and like just fuck with superman what if i made this building it what if it has feet and it just starts to walk around (laughs) and so this like the daily planet is walking around metropolis just causing It's like this giant kaiju thing of just like... It's a Howl's Moving Castle? Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! And... Yes! And Superman is just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I... I, (laughs) How do... Stop! Don't... Don't do this. He's like, (laughs) excuse you. I'm not gonna stop until you get me to say my name backwards. And his name... Like, you can't even say his name forwards. And so Mm -hmm. it's just like, well... and so he always has to like come up with some it's it's a bad guy that superman can't punch uh-huh right so he's like okay how do i have to like how do i figure out how to get this guy to say or write his name backwards and it's it's stupid it's like well you actually said it in this mirror and if you take the mirror image of you know and it's just like this is ridiculous this is so stupid i hate this i love it i love it <laughs> just that but it's a store like yeah you have to give me your your credit card number backwards you have to give me like the the square root of your pin number and then only then can you buy this shit you can you buy the set of queen size sheets for your for your bed Nope. then only can you take it from dark macy's dark macy's (laughs) I bid you welcome to Dark Macy's. God, I just want to go to a Two-Face <laughs> mall that's half regular stores and half, like, hellscape stores. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Oh. Man, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, I don't want to keep you for long. I know you mentioned you had a friend coming yeah. uh, to watch Van Helsing with you. Yeah, I have to acquire a copy of that. But if I don't, like, well, then we just pick another vampire movie. Like, You'll it's figure. not super high stakes. Figure something no out. No pun intended. Yeah, no pun. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> stakes. <laughs> I get it. Um, sweet. Well, we've been going for an hour and 20 something. So I say we cap it there. Um, yes. Yeah, if you guys have been joining in on the live stream, there's been a couple of you stop by and say what up in the chat. We got a new follower, which is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, thank you guys for joining us live. Come chat with us. Come ask us questions. Uh, you can email them to us, or you should actually just jo join us live and ask them in the mm -hmm. ch chat, and we can answer them on air. Uh, if you guys want to know anything about us, ask away. Ask us what we ate for lunch. Ask us what kind of underwear we're hiring. Ask us who would win in a fight between <laughs> uh, Batman and Plastic Man. Uh, I, I don't care. Ask us whatever you guys want. Um, and we pot potentially will answer it on the show. I can't say we will answer everything. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, that being said, I so we had some technical difficulties at the start of this show mm -hmm. part of it i think is that we ha i was messing around with obs last night trying to figure out some new settings and stuff like that uh, and mm -hmm. i i think i fucked something up so i'm gonna do some more research and figure that out i did however on our website at a brand new page Ooh. That I thought was working correctly, but apparently is not. Uh, so I'm going to go oh fix no. that. But it's whatnots.com slash live streams. And it's basically our Twitch channel embedded into the page. So you don't even have to leave our website to watch our live streams. You don't even have to remember the whatnots.com and the twitch.tv <laughs> slash, uh, slash the, the whatnots and patreon.com. It's just... Thewhatnots.com slash live streams. And you can watch all of our live streams right there. You can chat with us in the thing. I just got a thing from Team Snapchat. What's happening today that that's, <laughs> that Team Snapchat oh, would send me too? a thing? I don't understand, and I'm scared to open it. <laughs> what did they send me? Snapchat, hello. This totally derailed the conversation. That's a-okay. <laughs> uh, something chat. I can't believe Jack dies at the end of the movie. What? Spoilers. James hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> Ever sent the wrong message? Just p p press and hold to delete. Breaking news from Snapchat. You can now delete messages that you sent on Snapchat. Awesome. That's a lot of power. Yeah. Uh, so if you send a dick pic to the wrong person, uh, you can now <laughs> delete it. Or if you it. send the end of Titanic to the wrong person, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there you go. There you go. Uh, speaking of Titanic, there was a reference to... In a reference to that in Luke Cage season two. They were just like, why don't you just scoot over? There's room for two on the door. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. A anyways, if you guys are joining this hot mess of a podcast on the live stream, <laughs> thank you. Uh, that is exactly what we want. Come hang out with us every Friday. I think we will be live every Friday uh, on the whatnots.com slash live streams. Um, at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, so hopefully you guys can come out and hang out with us. 
every Friday afternoon. That should be fun. Uh, if you guys enjoy this show or any of the other shows that we do here at The Whatnots, please head over to patreon.com slash the whatnots, and you can support us for as little as a dollar, and you can get all of our episodes early. Uh, in, you know, well, I guess if you miss the live streams, you can support us on Patreon and get them early. Or if you don't have any money, that is a-okay. We just want you guys to enjoy the show. We will put this up uh, on YouTube and as a podcast the following week after we record it. So that said, this has been episode 14 of the Captain's Log. Uh, I had one more thing of housekeeping to say, but I totally forgot what it was. Oh, uh, so <laughs> if you are on iTunes or whatever pod catcher you use, if you search the whatnots, all of our shows come up. They are all on iTunes, but I've noticed that not all of our episodes are showing up in the correct place. So hmm. for the time being, if you are already subscribed to uh, what used to be our o- our only feed, if you are subscribed to the whatnots, uh, you're good to go. You're getting all of our episodes. Everything is working correctly. However, I am troubleshooting what the fuck is happening with our other rss feeds if you wanted to only subscribe to the whatnots review show because you hate us talking about snapchat and sending dick pics (laughs) to the wrong people um you don't have to subscribe to the captain's log but if you love the captain's log and you want to hear us talk about disney robots and stuff like that um you can subscribe to this show and you don't have to subscribe to the whatnots review show the idea is that you can subscribe to whatever you want. You don't have to clutter up your feeds. However, like I mentioned, it's not propagating correctly, or not all the ep- episodes are showing up in the right. Like it's weird. I like so I I I use an app called Overcast, and uh-huh. the Reactor Core has episodes I think one and two, but it doesn't have episode three and four, which is our most recent ones but when i go to itunes and i look at our episodes on itunes or the ios podcast app i think it has uh one and four and so i'm like i have no idea what the hell is up with that so i'm going to be troubleshooting it um stay tuned you can get all of our episodes if you subscribe (laughs) to the whatnots um however long-term goal is to kind of get rid of that feed so be aware that's what's happening you guys can also go to uh the whatnots.com for all of our episodes and articles and stuff like that it's the end of the month when we're recording this right now so i should have a month in review article posted very soon in case you guys missed some stuff that was happening uh yeah melissa where can people find you what are you up to these days i am on twitter at wilkywit w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t i i record more podcasts i got this one i got some tabletop rpgs i have a really fun show i do uh with my friends sometimes called trifecta where we just compare 
three different variants of something. Sometimes it's movies or food or all kinds of junk. Anything that can come in a set of three, we are going to break it down and rank it. There so you go. You can find me doing a lot of other stuff. Awesome. Um, if you guys want to find me personally, I am on Twitter at Hush315. Uh, if you guys want uh, to be kept up to date on all of our shows, you can follow us on Twitter at the Whatnots. Uh, I already mentioned Patreon. I already mentioned our website, all that stuff. Go do what you got to do. Like, share, subscribe. Um, we don't have very many followers on Twitch or YouTube. That is where we could absolutely use your guys' help. Um, I think we are at 20 subscribers on YouTube and 15 or 16 followers on Twitch. Uh, so if, you, if you, you guys could do us a favor and go follow us on both of those, that would be fantastic. Um, yeah, I think, I think that is it for now. Uh, we will see you next week. This has been the Captain's Log uh enjoy your weekend enjoy your fourth of july i think <laughs> this will be yeah I, I don't know okay so we're recording this before fourth of july i think this is actually going up the thursday after july 5th so i hope yeah mm-hmm. hopefully you guys all had a good july 4th that being said we are getting mm-hmm. out of here uh thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.